Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to see you out. Good to be able to be out. I tell you, it's just a privilege to be able to come out to the house of God. And everybody don't have this privilege. These people would give uh, anything they had to be able to come out and sit and worship uh, like we have tonight. We appreciate all the good singing. We appreciate uh, the choir. We appreciate uh, the special singing, Jonah and Grayson and... Uh, I tell you, they're a blessing to us. They're a help to our church, and uh, we appreciate them. Uh, they live right. Uh, I believe you're going to sing to the Lord. I believe you ought to live right. Amen. And uh, I tell you, this uh, outfit, it can be any way, any time. I mean, hey, I like a little something in it, don't you? I went to the doctor one time. My blood pressure was out of whack, and... He put me on a strict diet, and Wilma, she followed the diet, and she cooked some green beans. She didn't put no salt in them. She didn't put no fat back in them or nothing, and uh, I told her, I said, honey, I said, if you can't do no better than that, just don't cook no more beans. <laughs> I mean, if they ain't got a little seasoning in them, they ain't worth eating, are they? And uh, and uh, if the Spirit of God ain't, uh, if it ain't got some seasoning in it, if, if service ain't got some of the Spirit of God, it just ain't worth having. Amen. Amen. But it's good to be here. Good to see you out. Uh, these boys has got some CDs, but uh, didn't bring none, did you? They didn't bring none. Got your Bibles. Turn with us to the book of First John. If you'd like to have one, you can see them, and I'm sure they get, they'll get you one. In the book of First uh, John, if you will, we appreciate the folks from our church. Uh, they've drove a long ways to come and be with us. We thank God for them. Thank God for this missionary here. Uh, and uh, I believe in missions. I believe that uh, that's what God uh, expects us to do. If you've found your place in your Bible in the book of First John, chapter 4, and would you stand with us as we read God's Word? <clears throat> John said in verse 1, Beloved, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is none of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof... Ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he uh, that is in the world. Let us pray. John, you pray with us. I want to talk to you a little while tonight about spirits. You know, we don't think much about it. And uh, uh, if I could pull back the veil, there's a very thin veil between the spiritual world and the natural world. If I could pull back the veil and show you uh, the evil that is around you, you'd be afraid to leave here to go to the house. Or if I could show you uh, the protection that we have through the blood of the Lord Jesus... Uh, you wouldn't be afraid of anything. But uh, you see, uh, we're in the flesh. We don't see 
of the spiritual world. But uh, the Bible gives us enough uh, scripture and enough insight uh, to know what's going on. The Bible said uh, in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, uh, but against principalities, against power, spiritual wickedness in high places. And you see, if it was a fleshly battle, uh, we could take up arms, we could uh, uh, take up an army, and we could battle. Uh, but every person, man, woman, boy, and girl that is saved, uh, they have a spiritual battle uh, with the spirits. Now, uh, folks, listen. Uh, uh, and, and people don't hardly believe in spirits anymore. They don't believe in demons. They don't believe in angels. But uh, they're as real as you're sitting here tonight. Uh, the Bible, uh, the Bible makes it plain. Now uh, you say, "Well, preacher, how do they operate?" Uh, the Bible said that the devil, he is the prince of the power of the air. Uh, they operate in the air. I mean, uh, if uh, 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 some of you, no doubt, has got a cell phone uh, with you tonight. And you know, if somebody calls you and you had your phone on, uh, they would be signals coming into this building uh, that that phone would pick up and it would ring and hit with, you could make communication. And so is the evil spirits. They're in the air, just like... Uh, just like the uh, just like the waves that uh, w if you had a television here and had an antenna hooked to it or a cable hooked to it, and then uh, the signals coming through the air, I would they'd pick that up and it would show a picture, and they are signals that the devil and the demons of hell uh, send out. And folks, listen, uh, we're battling a mind game uh, more than we are a, a flesh a, a, a bodily game. I mean, the devil has set it up out to where that these things that work on the mind. I mean, you say, well, uh, preacher, and I've heard people say, uh, it don't affect me what I watch and then or what I hear, I can turn it off. You can't turn it off. Uh, you let me tell you, when you get to watching something that you shouldn't watch and then you may forget it a little while, but the devil will catch you where you're weak and he'll bring that back out and there uh, you'll have a battle with it. I mean, you have to be careful what you hear because that uh, you can turn it off right then, but in a little while, uh, the devil can bring that back and you'll have uh, to battle that. But I want you to notice here, uh, he said, believe not every spirit. Uh, there's going to be spirits come to you and sometime uh, you'll wonder where they are of God or not. Uh, notice there it said, hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth uh, that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. I mean, you see, uh, that was God Himself incarnated. He took upon Himself uh, the person of Jesus. He took on Himself human flesh. I mean, uh, and here we get back uh, to the virgin birth. Uh, uh, folks, uh, I've heard people say it don't really matter where you believe in the virgin birth or not. Uh, it does matter. Uh, brother, if Jesus Christ was born of the flesh of a man and then we're, uh, uh, we're, we're, uh, uh, we, we're hopeless because that, uh, it had to be God. Jesus Christ uh, had to be God Himself come in human flesh uh, because that He had to come in the flesh uh, to redeem us from where that we got lost. I mean, 
Uh, we got lost in a flash and Jesus, uh, the Bible said that in the fullest time, Christ being born of a woman, uh, made under the law to redeem those that are under the curse of the law. Uh, you see, he uh, time couldn't hold him any longer. And he came into the world and he was born. Uh, he was the only begotten of God. I mean, uh, uh, listen, uh, you remember the Bible talks about the seed of the woman. The woman don't have seed. Uh, but the seed that was placed in the womb of Mary, that little teenage virgin uh, by the Holy Ghost was the very seed of God Himself. And out of that uh, came the blood. It, uh, the blood uh, came through. Uh, I mean, that's how that... Uh, that a, a, a child's blood is determined by the father, uh, not by the mother. And and people says, well, but he uh, he was born of Mary, and then uh, he had to have human blood. No, uh, he didn't have to have human blood, uh, brother. He had the blood of God Himself. Over in the book of Acts, chapter twenty, he was talking. Peter's talking about uh, feeding a flock of God, and he said, uh, "Be careful how you feed the flock of God." Uh, but how he has purchased with his own blood. It was the very blood of God uh, that run through the veins of the Lord Jesus. Uh, you say, well, how did that? Uh, how did that happen? Well, uh, you see, the mother don't uh, don't supply any blood to the baby. Uh, not one bit. The blood. Uh, you say, well, how does it stay in her body? Uh, and not, and God set it up. Uh, when God created woman, He knew that uh, He had to make a nest for His son one day uh, to be born where He could grow and where He could uh, be nourished and He could grow. Uh, and He put in the womb of Mary and that baby that was conceived and then uh, there was a, a, a wall around it. It's called a placenta. And, uh, and in, in that, you see, uh, the mother eats. It goes through the bloodstream. It don't go into the baby. It goes into the placenta. And that's where the cord that runs from the mother to the baby. And the food and the energy goes. And the water and the oxygen goes through that. And it's not, it don't go through the blood. And then when the waste has to be extracted, uh, it is back out. Hey folks, listen. Uh, it is important where you believe in the virgin birth or not. A man that will tell me he don't believe in the virgin birth, I'll doubt his salvation. Uh, but he went on to said, uh, you get that straightened out the first thing. Uh, Jesus Christ is the God of the Old Testament. He is very God Himself uh, that come down. And you see, even though God created man, uh, He come down to where we was at. And He, uh, he was tempted, the Bible said, uh, we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Uh, but he was tempted in all points as we are, uh, yet without sin. Uh, you see, he had to experience hunger to know what uh, really hunger was. He had to experience cold and disappointment. And he went through everything that you'll ever go through. Everything that ever happens to you, uh, he's already been through it. And he said, uh, there is no temptation taken in a man, but that which is common in a man, uh, brother, and he'll not allow you 
uh, to be tempted above that uh, uh, you're able to stand but you'll make a way of escape. Uh, you see the devil is out. Uh, he's out. To, uh, you got to watch the spirits. I mean, uh, I read you last night where the devil himself can be transformed into an angel of light. And his ministers as, uh, uh, I mean, boy, as ministers of power. Uh, but it said, believe not every spirit. Now let me get down uh, to what I was going to talk about. And then he said, know the Spirit of God. Know the Spirit of God. You remember Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And another they'll not follow. I believe this. I believe that a child of God knows the presence of God. Brother, uh, uh, I, I tell you, uh, me and Rama went to we was going to Cage Cove one night and uh, and, uh, and his raining I picked her up from work and his raining we got over at Townsend and eight uh, it's probably about 7.30 and it's, it's after dark and, and we stopped there to get us something to eat and we went in this steakhouse and uh, we went in and uh, they took us back in a room and there was a long table there uh, and there's several folks back there eating and we got to chatting with them and uh, and women and ladies just talking about flowers and so forth and uh, me and the men talked about the weather and uh, they got up and left and uh, uh, the and the waitress come uh, uh, through and she said something about the governor and I said he used to be the governor she said no he's the governor now and I didn't know, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, I, I didn't have a clue. I mean, I was sitting with the governor of Tennessee, and he didn't do nothing to me. But I'll tell you what, one night I bowed my knee in an old-fashioned order, and when Jesus Christ met him, nobody had to explain to me who he was. And when he comes and he blesses my soul now, I don't have to ask anybody and say, who was that? Brother, I know. My sheep hear him. We know who he is. But uh, uh, let's get down to, uh, uh, to right here to what we're talking about. Uh, these many spirits. In the, uh, these the spirit of the Antichrist I read you there. Let me preach about that a little while. Antichrist means opposing Christ. Uh, now he's not talking about the Antichrist that... Uh, here that's going to turn over and rule. Did you realize that uh, that there is a, a man that's going to appear on the scene one day uh, that's going to rule this world politically, uh, socially, religiously? I mean, he's going to uh, he's going to be a, a savior. Uh, he's going to be an economical savior. I mean, our country's uh, uh, folks, our country's in bad shape now. Uh, weird outs with a lot of other nations, but uh, this man according to the book of Daniel if I had time I could show you uh, where he's going to be a great commercial man uh, he's going to come in he's going to cause craft to prosper uh, he's going to cause trade between nations and everything is going to be hunky dory uh, for a little while uh, you see uh, there's going to be and uh, you may not uh, agree with me but you don't have to uh, but there's going to be a rapture out of here one of these days and God's people is going to be raptured out uh, you say, preacher, the word rapture ain't in the Bible. Uh, well, the word Bible ain't except on the cover. And uh, you see, uh, uh, it's, uh, it means being called up. It's a Greek word, a uh, harpazo, uh, which means to be snatched up. 
And uh, one of these days, the Bible tells us in First Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, what's going to happen, uh, that the trump of God shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up with them, now notice, with them in the air, uh, to be with the Lord forever. Uh, you say, is that the second coming? No, that's the catching away of the church. Uh, when the Lord comes back, He's coming back to the earth. Uh, you say, well, He's coming in the air. I believe He's coming in the air. Uh, if it was need be, He'd take us out of here before us. Don't you think uh, that the devil, uh, don't you think that the devil uh, would hinder the resurrection of every child of God uh, uh, the, uh, and the changing of everyone He could? Uh, but Jesus is excited about getting with us uh, that He He's going to meet us in the air. And there there's going to be a great reunion. And then everything uh, is going to turn for better here on this earth. I mean everything is going to be, uh, it's going to line up. You read the Bible uh, over there in the book of the Revelation uh, chapter 6. We see uh, there is a man that rides out on a white horse. And he had a bow and a crown was given unto him. Uh, that is the Antichrist, the one that opposes Christ. And he's going to ride out. And he's got a, he's got a bow but no arrow. Uh, he's got war on his mind but later on. And a crown was given. Hey, a, a crown don't have to be uh, given to Jesus. Uh, the Bible said, you turn over in Revelation 19, he's going to ride out one day on a white horse himself. And he's going to have many crowns because... Uh, he is King of kings and Lord of lords. But this man, the Antichrist, that he's talking about here, uh, the spirit of the Antichrist is already going on now. Uh, folks, you know, uh, uh, we, we are the most divided uh, that we've ever been, even over the Civil War. I mean, we're divided in politics. Our churches are divided. Our homes are divided. Our people are divided. Our nations are divided. And you say, what is it? Uh, it is the spirit of the Antichrist. Turn your Bible over in the book of Second Thessalonians uh, for just a minute. Let me read you some scripture there. In the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter uh, uh, 2. And in verse 3, now notice what it says. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not uh, come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Yes, right. Now, uh, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God. Yep. Now, we've done seen, hey, listen. The Antichrist is going to be uh, the very opposite of Jesus Christ. Uh, as Jesus was born of a virgin and his father was God himself. The Antichrist is going to be born of a harlot and from the seed of the devil. And he's going to be the devil himself incarnated in the flesh. You read Revelation 13 and find out about it. Who opposed and exalted above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he is God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. You remember the devil uh, let me tell you how the devil come about to, uh, uh, with this attitude. You remember uh, that there was three, uh, these three orders of uh, heavenly beings. Uh, these angels, these cherubims, and these seraphims. And every one of them has a leader or a head person uh, over them. 
Michael, the archangel, uh, he is the one over the cherubims. You know the cherubims are the ones that serve God the Father and the office of Him. And then we see the seraphims uh, 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 that uh, that uh, does and serves the work of the Holy Ghost, and they have an archangel uh, which is called Gabriel, and uh, that's the one that appeared to Mary. Now, if Michael had appeared to Mary, he'd have scared her to death. Uh, but Gabriel appeared to Mary and uh, and told her what was going to happen, and uh, it was a blessing to her. And then we have the angels. And there is no archangel. Now, think about it a minute. The archangel of the devils was Lucifer himself. We see that the Bible said that he he said, I'm going to ascend to the north. I'm going to exalt myself. I'm going to sit on the throne of God. And he drug a third part of the angels with him, and therefore uh, he was cast into the earth. Now you get, uh, uh, I've seen people get thrown out of places. Uh, but you talk about getting thrown out face. Uh, Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven, and he fell down here on the earth. Uh, folks, listen, uh, you don't never read about any God. You don't never read about any uh, Holy Ghost. It's always an Antichrist. Uh, uh, this archangel, he's, uh, he's against Christ and the work of Christ. And, uh, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna say he is Christ. The uh, world's gonna accept him. You remember Jesus said that, uh, if I come in my Father's name, you, you won't, but if another comes in his own name, yem ye will receive, talking about, uh, the Antichrist. The Jews today don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Uh, but they're looking for him. They go down to the Wailing Wall and pray that the Messiah will come. And when the Antichrist comes, uh, the, he's going to make a, uh, uh, he's he's going to make a deal with the Jews. They're going back an under Old Testament sacrifice and temple worship uh, for three year and a half, and everything's going to be good. But then, after time and times and half times, as the Bible calls it. And then the abomination of desolation. Now, you remember Jesus said, Whosoever readeth, let him understand. You say, Preach, what is the abomination of desolation? After three and a half years, uh, notice what the the Bible says here. He's going to set himself in the temple of God. uh, uh, So that he is God, set in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember you not when I was with you, I told you these things. And know you what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Now notice this, get this good, and you, I know you know it, but let me remind you. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. All of this confusion and all of this, uh, 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 all of this evil and ungodliness that uh, that's a going on in the world. Yep. It is the spirit of the Antichrist. Amen. They blame it on society. They blame it on education. They blame it on this and that. And you know, uh, I'm old enough to remember they said, uh, if we can educate men, and then they'll change. We got more universities, more high learning than, uh, than it's ever been. They said, well, if we can elevate men, lift him up, 
They put men on the moon and he come back the same wicked cuss that he was when he left. They said if we can recreate them and then uh, get their attention and then they'll move ahead. We built playgrounds all over America and it never helped. The only thing that will help man is spiritual regeneration to get saved by the grace of God. But here he said, Now he who now leadeth, and he's talking about the Holy Spirit here, the Holy Ghost. That word leadeth uh, is, uh, uh, can, be, uh, can be translated uh, hindereth. He, the Holy Ghost. Hey, if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, he, he, he'd start right now. Right. And I want to tell you something else. Uh, when you hear somebody preaching and telling you they know who the Antichrist is, just cut him off. Because he don't know what he's talking about. The Bible said, I read you there, he said, and he, uh, uh, for the mystery of already work, only he who now let us will it until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume uh, with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Who Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. Folks, listen. The Antichrist, after three years and a half and everything's going good, and he's going to set himself in a temple and he's going to demand worship. Over in Revelation 13, you, you, I mean, they, they, they're going to put a... a, a st- you can't buy or sell. I mean, uh, either you take the mark of the beast or you're just about doomed here on this earth. And I used to read that and I think, man, I, I don't know where I can take that or not. And then it hit me one day, I realized I, I wasn't going to be here. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, that mark of the beast, when he comes about, I'll be gone. And if you're saved, you'll be gone. You'll never really know who he is. But he's going to demand worship. You remember in the, the Bible between Malachi and Matthew, he's about 400 years there. In that length of time, the Grecians and uh, the Phoenicians they uh, took uh, bowed and the Romans, but it was the Grecians that uh, that uh, that was oppressing uh, Israel, and they offered a sow in the temple, and it polluted the temple, and they couldn't uh, uh, they could they couldn't uh, do anything. Uh, but they was a uh, uh, small Maccabee boys there, and they said we ain't gonna put up with this, and they started a rebellion, and they took it back over. And they cleansed the temple uh, and uh, and got it to where that they could sacrifice again. And uh, and uh, uh, he's going to pollute the temple with offering a sow uh, upon the altar, and it's going to pollute the temple, and the Jews can't even go in there anymore. And there he's going to demand everybody worship him. And then is when the Jews, the scales are going to fall from their eyes. Uh, in Revelation chapter 12, they're going to see that Jesus is the Messiah. And they are going, uh, they are going to accept him. And he's going to uh, go after him. And, uh, but he's got a special place for him to hide. And, uh, and uh, uh, he's not going to destroy. Hey, don't look for the Jews to be destroyed. 
I mean, they're God's people. They're the apple of His eye. And this outfitter running around and say God's quit dealing. He, uh, he's through with Israel. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, brother, Israel is a perpetual uh, wife of God. They, they may commit spiritual adultery, uh, but he's st- they're still the wife of God Himself. And, uh, and therefore, uh, and you know what's going to happen in that day of the tribulation, uh, the Bible said, and He's going uh, to, and the Bible said in verse 11, and for this cause, God shall send him strong delusion that they should believe a lie and be damned. Uh, folks, that ain't for this day. Hey, don't get it in your mind that God's going to send a strong delusion in this day for somebody uh, to be damned. No, sir. It's not His will that any should perish. He's long-suffering. And therefore, uh, but in a day, uh, God's going to send strong delusion. Uh, uh, the sp- hey, uh, when the Spirit of God goes out of here, I mean, there ain't going to be no restraining power then. Uh, did you realize that's what's going to happen? And I tell them at the church that I pastor all the time, it's a, uh, there ain't going to be no roll call when the Lord comes. I mean, the Bible says if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you're none of His. Uh, but when you get saved with the grace of God, the Spirit of God is born on the inside and He lives in there. And one of these days... Uh, they're going to uh, there's going to be a call uh, for the Spirit of God, and every person that has died and went on, their souls went on to be with the Lord. Uh, let me stop here, and I, I don't know. People says running rabbits I ain't running rabbits, but uh, go some other way a minute. Uh, you know, we take people to the cemetery. And we bury them, and we bury the reality of what's going to happen from then on. When you take a child of God to the cemetery and bury them, and then you know what happens? Bible said over in the book of Romans, chapter 8, it said, If the same Spirit dwell in you, that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. Did you realize when you take a loved one to the cemetery and bury him, uh, that Holy Ghost waits right there at the graveyard, and he's awaiting for the call, uh, and when the resurrection comes, he's going to bring that body out as a glorified body to meet the Lord in the air, and the soul and the body is going to be reunited uh, forever and ever and ever. And it's important to be born again. It's important to be saved uh, because that is what uh, is going to get you out of here. I mean, there ain't going to be no roll call. No, sir, don't look for it. I mean, uh, uh, it's going to be called for the Spirit of God. Uh, well, I spent longer on that than I meant to. But the Antichrist, uh, uh, he's not talking about, uh, he, he's not talking about uh, the Antichrist. He's talking about there's many Antichrist. There's an opposing power. Every time you come to church, there'll be an opposing power here. Every time you get down to pray, did you ever get down to pray and it feel like he was evil? It's all around you. I have. I've got down to pray and there was so much evil that, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm just a human being and uh, and I make a lot of mistakes, but I've got down to pray. And the evil would, 
be surreal that I'd get up, I was afraid I'd say something bad. Anybody else ever been there? And I wouldn't, I'd be afraid to pray. There's an opposing power. Now, if you say, I don't like them powers, well, let's stay backslid. <laughs> he won't, they won't bother you much. Uh, it's to, but, but when it does, it'll be bad. Uh, the Lord knows how to deliver his people. The Lord knows how to deliver his people. There's a spirit of the Antichrist. There's a spirit of doubt there. Doubting the word of God. You know, First Timothy chapter 2 and 15, all scripture is what? Given by what? Inspiration. It's given. Hey, this book is true. Now, uh, you can carry any other kind of Bible around you want to. And hit us don't worry. I remember one time I got a, a Book of Mormon. It's a Mormon Bible. And I thought I'd read it through and it, it's to see what they believed. And I got to reading it, boy. And I tell you, I could feel evil because I felt like I was dealing with familiar spirits. And I didn't just put that thing up and I might have done wrong. There's a fellow wanting to know about it and I just give it to him. I said, you can deal with it. Uh, but this Bible is true. This Bible is alive. This Bible is the very Word of God. But the devil will try, there's a spirit that will try to get you to doubt this book. Will try to get you to doubt. I mean, he'll let you believe the fundamentals. And I've said it, the Bible is not hard to understand, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. They is a spirit of the, uh, of the Antichrist. There's a spirit of doubting. There's a spirit in the world. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15. Well, I could quote it. Let me read it to you. Now, this, don't, don't, now don't shut me out on this. And it said in verse 15, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. I didn't say that. God said that. If you don't like it, you can cut it out, I guess. Take your magic marker and mark over it, but it'll still be there. You could ignore it and never read it, but it'll still be there. Now notice it said, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, and it is none of the Father, but is of the world. Three ways that the devil can tempt you. And Jesus done defeated all three ways. Jesus fasted 40 days and nights. The devil took him into the wilderness. And, 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 and I mean, he was a human like we are. And you know he is hungry. And the devil said, If I be the Christ, and then turn these stones into bread. I mean, there was a temptation there. I mean, even though he was God, they were still hungry there. They were still a temptation. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. That was the lust of the flesh. That, the lust of the eyes. He took him upon a, a high mountain and he showed him all of the riches in the kingdoms of the world. And he said, if you'll fall down and worship me, I'll give you all of these. 
And since he is the God of this world, Jesus said no. He answered him with the word of God. There was the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye, and he took him on the temple and said, and then they said, cast thyself down, for uh, it said that thy shall not dash thy foot against the stone, lest the angels bear thee up. The pride of life. He said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And folks, listen. He, he, he went through every temptation. That's the only three avenues the devil can tempt you with. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, the pride of life. And Jesus, uh, 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 he passed the test on all of them. And uh, he said here, There's the spirit of no love. Hey, how, how does, I mean, they questioned the Lord and said, what is the greatest commandment? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and strength. And the next one is, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Yep. I mean, there ain't much love anymore. No, I mean, it's dog eat dog. I'm going to get mine the best I can. You can get your the best you can. And if it so happens that we can get along, we'll get along. But I'm glad there's still some Christians that love God, love their neighbor, love their fellow man, love their church, and love uh, just to worship the Lord. But the devil uh, would try. Notice in verse 7, uh, uh, here he said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth uh, God. And then in verse uh, uh, 21, And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. I mean, his commanded that I love you. I might not like you, but I'm, I'll have to love you. I mean, there's a lot of people I don't like. I'll just be honest about it. And... Uh, and you need to look so sacramonious. I guarantee you, there's people that you don't like either. But we gotta love them. We gotta love them. And I try my best. Some people's just hard to love. Some people's easy to love. Some ain't. But we gotta love many how. We've got to love many how. And there's the spirit of fear down there in verse 18. I'm hurrying. Uh, the Bible said, "There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear." Now, that don't mean that they won't be something. Uh, I mean, I've seen a 220 or 30-pound man run from a little yellow jacket about that long and scared to death of him. My mailman, he's a, he's a big old fella, got a big old beard, and, and uh, he's afraid of a spider. And another fella tried to get me to put one of them artificial spiders in the mailbox to scare him. I said, no, I'm afraid he'll uh, get scared and run off in the hole or he's a ditch there. I mean, he ain't talking about that kind of fear. He's talking about fear. Fear of the world. Really, uh, really can't serve God because you're afraid of this or afraid of that. The devil will scare you to death if you'll let him. The Bible said that he goes around as a roaring lion seeking whom they may devour. You know what? If you went home tonight and uh, there was a little old lamb come out from behind the house in your front yard and you'd get out and probably tell the young'uns to get out and pet it. Yeah. But
But if there's a lion coming roaring around the house, you'd get back in that car if you yeah. got any sense, uh, because uh, 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 they'd eat you. And uh, and uh, and we ought to. If we're half afraid of the uh, the devil as we are the Holy Ghost, we could have church. <laughs> I mean, we're afraid to have revival. We're afraid we'll act a little strange. And uh, afraid. Uh, I guess the biggest fear is we'd have to clean things up around the house. Get rid of some magazines and maybe uh, some videos and cassettes and and I ain't gonna get on all of that because I know nobody up here wouldn't do nothing like that. <laughs> but uh, hey, if we could ever get the fact and realize that we are an open book before God, He sees everything about us. He knows everything we think. He knows every intent of the heart. And we close our eyes and and think that everything's all right. But there's a spirit of fear there. There's a spirit of doubt. Verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as He is... So are we in this world. As He is. You say, how is He? He's righteous. He's perfect. Uh, When Jesus died on Calvary, He didn't say, I'm going to die for the world, which He did. He died for us individually. He he became us. When he died on the cross, he became James Ballou, he became Philip Garland, he became John Keesley, and every one of us, that he might pay for our... Hey, if you're safe tonight, you ought to jump up and do something because uh, he died on Calvary uh, for you in the sight of God. And when God looks at you, he don't see you as you are. He sees you... As Jesus Christ. Now notice there uh, what that he said in verse 17. Uh, let me read it to you again. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I had to stand before God the way I am, I'd be in trouble. I mean, I'd be in a heap of trouble. But, uh, well, let me read you some scripture over in the book of Jude. I'll let you go here in a minute. Now, now unto him, in verse 24, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and by the way, you'd fall if it wasn't for him. We're kept by the power of God. And to present you faultless before the presence of his glory. One of these days, he's going to take us down before the Father and introduce us before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. Now you reckon who's going to be tickled there? Amen. I mean, hey, I'm not reading that fairy book. This is real. This is real. One of these days, you as a Christian will stand with Jesus Christ 
before God the Father. And we'll have a time. I mean, we'll have a time. Because you say, preacher, I'm so sorry. I am too, but they don't know nothing about it. I mean, Jesus became our substitute. And you see, God can't deal with us about our sins. He has to deal through Jesus. The devil can't deal with us because he has to deal through Jesus. And I read you there where it said, as he is, so are we. When you get in your car tonight and you start down the road, uh, you remember this, uh, you are just like Jesus. We may not see you like that, but God does. I mean, He just loves us. Ain't you glad He just loves us? I tell you, I want to say this, and then I'll hush. When you're bad, He don't love you no less. And when you're good, He don't love you no more. He just loves you. I mean, hey, we're the only thing He's got. He put everything that He had in us. I mean, uh, he's like that merchant man that uh, he had a thing for pearls. He liked pearls. Searched all up, found a pearl of great price, went back, sold everything that he had. And came and bought that pearl. That's what he done for the church. That pearl, that pearl, it don't look too good. I mean, I, I've never really been much on jewelry, but uh, I've seen pearls. And you just look at a pearl. It's pretty. But I tell you what, you can put that thing in a presentation case and you present present it like that and it's beautiful. We don't look much now. But you wait till Jesus presents us before the Father. He'll be a different crowd. Amen.